Welcome back to the Therapy for Real Life podcast. I'm your host, Anna Lindbergh-Cedar. This is not therapy, this is real life. As you know, the Therapy for Real Life podcast aims to translate burnout prevention and therapy concepts into everyday self-care strategies. These are really difficult times as we all grapple with the global health pandemic And today I'm going to make a case for scheduling your own pandemic vacation. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about my process because I gave myself the challenge of creating my own pandemic vacation. I, after talking with a lot of folks who've already been in shelter in place for many weeks, and not knowing how long exactly some of those conditions will last, um, I was one of the many who was just kind of coming to terms with the fact that we will be coping with shelter in place for quite a while. So I wanted to make an episode about the idea of adapting pleasure into a mini vacation that's accessible to you because I think it's really important right now. As a therapist, I'm talking to people who are feeling really stressed out, worried about what will happen, coping with grief in terms of uh, losses that they've already had to let go of. And I just want to remind you how important pleasure is. Pleasure is actually one of our important survival functions because it keeps us moving forward, it sustains us during difficult times, and so my suggestion for you is that as you listen to the episode today, you think about that for yourself and think about how you could create your own vacation. And I know that this is a challenge that will require creativity and flexibility because None of us have access to the regular routine and structures and supports that would usually keep us going. And so I know that when I suggest that, that you go ahead and make this your own anyways. And to kind of help motivate you, I want you to remember that the self-care strategies that we're talking about today and throughout the, the podcast have been touched already by people who have been in really difficult circumstances and have tried out these strategies and their feedback, that's what makes them research-backed, is that they've been really useful to them. So in my work personally, I've had the opportunity to adapt these kinds of research-backed burnout prevention strategies for people in really challenging situations. So people who have escaped war-torn countries or survived really serious forms of uh, torture and violence. Um, And folks who have lived in in the United States where I live in really uh, oftentimes impoverished and really challenging circumstances. So I've I've had a chance in my work working in community clinics and outpatient mental health clinics. And, um, you know, anyone in this moment across the spectrum is coping with 
the unique challenges of shelter in place. So when I ask you to think about how to create your own vacation, I'm inviting you to think about how to get as creative as possible to give yourself that sense of pleasure and enjoyment because you deserve to have that. Let's think about that together. When life is stressful and overwhelming or you are in the middle of a crisis, probably the last thing that is on your mind is to give yourself some sense of pleasure or rest. A lot of times we're so overwhelmed we don't even know where to start and so we may not even do anything. That's called procrastination. So when we think about how to give yourself pleasure and to adapt that in stay in place, we are remembering the fact that this is actually a crisis survival skill. So I'm drawing from all the rich evidence that we have from dialectical behavior therapy that is a skill-based counseling method that teaches people practical ways to cope with overwhelming stress. And we're going to remember that dialectical behavior therapy teaches us that in a crisis, for example, a global health pandemic or a moment of overwhelm or anxiety or despair, all of those difficult feelings that can come up, that is considered an emotional crisis. And, you know, if you need to call 911 or your doctor and get immediate attention, of course you need to do that. But if this is an emotional crisis um, and it, you're really dealing with the intensity, Dialectical behavior therapy reminds us that our only job is to not make the situation any worse. So just don't add to the problem by harming yourself or doing unhealthy behaviors, saying something that you might regret, because that's gonna make it worse. So DBT calls this skill improve the moment. And if you go back to the archives and Therapy for Real Life podcast, you'll see an example of a whole show about improve the moment, a recent episode called Feel Better Fast, 50 Ways to Improve Your Mood Right Now, talks about one of the acronyms from DBT that spells out um, through improve, an acronym, uh, V stands for vacation. So that's what we're practicing here. We're really practicing a crisis survival skill as we plan ahead and give ourselves that nourishment of pleasure. So that's the first self-care skill that I'm actually advocating here, is that you protect time for pleasure. I want you to look at your schedule and, and look for the time when you could plan a vacation. And that means that you're gonna set clear boundaries to reserve the time. And if you don't know how to do that, I would just encourage you to think about the other high value activities that you do manage to get done and ask yourself, how do you do that? Do you set a timer? Do you put it in the calendar? Do you tell someone, oh, I'll be sure to get that done? That's called social accountability. We need to reserve time for pleasure. So this is where you're gonna set away settings to offline or do not disturb. And over time, you're going to get really 
good at practicing the skill of training your community to expect that you have occasional off hours. We have to remember this is essential. Even if you are doing the most important work in the world, saving lives left and right, you will not be effective in that work if you don't also take time to rest. Now, another added benefit to why we wanna plan these pleasurable experiences, plan little mini vacations for ourselves, is that research shows us that we actually enjoy our vacations most in the period leading up to them. So in the anticipation of a vacation, right? So I want you to fully embrace the power of daydreaming and really savoring a pleasure that you can look forward to. So this isn't just regular self-care where you do something nice for yourself in the moment. That's great. That's responsive and we need to do that. This is something that you, you extend the benefits of pleasure by, by dreaming ahead. So that means you're going to plan the staycation, the little mini special activity that you're going to do. You're going to circle a date on the calendar. You're going to count down the days. And in a moment of stress or overwhelm, you're going to pause and just savor the pleasure of knowing that whatever the stress is uh, won't last forever and, and you have a little something special planned. And we'll talk about examples of what that vacation could look like. You're going to want to pick an activity that will help you get to a flow state. So as you start planning ideas, you might want to think about something that requires your total attention and total immersion and setting those boundaries like alarms and away settings and letting people know will help you get to that space. Now that you have a protected bit of time for you to take a little vacation, you get to personalize what pleasure means to you in this mini vacation by giving yourself permission to do what you want. And of course, this is going to mean that you have to redefine what a special treat means during stay in place. You're going to have to think about the things that usually make you happy and adapt them into a reasonable sweet spot considering the context that you have. So that means you're going to pick a block of time that best minimizes interruptions and other distractions. And if that's not a long window of time, you're gonna just adjust your expectations. So for parents and caregivers out there, this means that you know the kids might get plopped in front of the TV for 20 minutes and you might lock yourself in the bathroom uh, for 20 minutes. If that is all that you have access to, um, you're going to use it. You're going you're gonna to do what you can. And you're going to take time off from whatever you're just sick of doing. So when I say give yourself a vacation, give yourself a vacation from anything that uh, you've had enough of. 
So if you have been dealing with this pandemic by stress eating and eating all the junk food in the world, you might give yourself a little, you know, nutrition spa day and give yourself the vacation of, of the simple pleasure of nourishing yourself. You're going to personalize this however you need to. And you're going to just give yourself the permission to not take the garbage out, not put makeup on, not do those little extras that you normally would. And that's what makes this different. For this to feel different than the normal day to day, you're creating that holistic separation to give yourself permission uh, to get totally immersed in something. And what is that activity going to be that you pick? Again, you're going to give yourself permission. So this is where you might think about the five love languages that you've probably heard people talking about. And those are touch, words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, and quality time. Now, it's hard because not all of those are necessarily accessible. You can't reach out and touch someone that you really care about. Um, and yet, there, there might be little clues in there in terms of how to create a little special treat that you would enjoy. Um, so for me, this you know could be when I was designing my little vacation last week, I wanted to give myself a little treat by supporting one of the local businesses. And so I ordered a really delicious uh, little chocolate breakfast package from Dandelion Chocolatier here in San Francisco, which is just divine. And I will tell you, I got a lot of enjoyment knowing that was just on its way. And I had it written on my calendar, delivery on Tuesday, and really savored it when it got here. Um, and so, of course, that took a little bit of, you know, um, budgeting and spending. I can't do that all the time, but I was able to stretch out that treat by, by planning it, giving it to myself, looking forward to it personalizing it. And wow, I did enjoy it. It was lovely. As you plan pleasurable activities and a little mini vacation from your regular routine, I encourage you to think about a healthy balance between having pleasure on your own in lovely one, just solo activities to enjoy that rest and respite from the demands of the world with sharing pleasure with other people. So sometimes the vacation that you're gonna need is just to not talk to anybody at all and the gentle permission to put the covers over your head on a Saturday morning, whether that's 20 minutes or a few hours, sometimes you need to do that. Because we are social animals, we are gonna need to pay extra attention right now to, to creating that sense of community. So this is a great time to reach out to old friends and schedule maybe a walk and talk on the phone where you can both enjoy doing the same activity by taking a little socially distant walk where you can and just talking to each other. There's something uh, that creates a little sense of community across the distance by being able to do something together even when you're far apart. 
So probably you've heard people planning really creative ideas like virtual get-togethers where you get dressed up, play trivia night, gossip, or just stay up late giggling. That's going to be really important medicine right now for you to not feel isolated and feel cozy and snuggled with your community. And with dating, that could get really creative with sending love letters and uh, syncing your Netflix so you can Netflix and chill across the distance and text reactions in real time. Or if you're cohabitating with someone and quarantined together, you might do something special by getting dressed up for a date night and tuning into one of the amazing live performances that are available right now cooking up something yummy and doing dinner and a show. So I want you to put this on your calendar and treat it with the same respect that you would other forms of nutrition that we have like exercise and, and meal planning. Social nutrition is part of that. So you might even plan weekly self-care rituals that let you do brief check-ins like virtual yoga classes, uh, lessons where you learn a new skill, hobby groups, gaming portals. There's something about that ritual, again, that brings out that pleasure of knowing that it's going to happen each week. When you think about practicing pleasure alone, you are going to give yourself that opportunity to be totally creative and have command with your space. So sometimes that means asking for permission to take turns with the space at home if you do share space. Um, it might mean checking in with other people to see if they can help you um, take over other uh, duties like covering the phone at work or um, you know letting people know that you won't be able to respond to email. When you practice pleasure on your own in a little mini vacation, you're gonna let yourself be queen or king of the castle and this means your mu music your food your activities you're going to do whatever you want with this time knowing that it's not a group project and in fact these decisions are not pending anyone else's approval you do need a little bit of space in your routine where you can be sweet to yourself and let yourself daydream get lost in thought be un hurried um, and uninterrupted to your heart's content. So again, if you need to be creative with space, if you have a car, you could sit in the car and pretend you're road tripping and listen to podcasts and eat junk food. If you're at home, you could turn your bath time routine into a spa day. You will get really creative with this and make it your own. As we come to a close for today's show, I want you to get ready to pause after you're done listening so that you can go to your schedule and clean it up. Take the time that you need to to set those reminders for yourself. Take pleasure in planning the perfect little mini vacation for yourself and give yourself just the enjoyment of that creativity. I know that while I was taking notes and preparing for this podcast episode and making a little blog post to go with it, I got lots of bursts of enjoyment and pleasure 
from just thinking about these ideas and I I didn't even get a chance to try all of them out yet so I have a lot of ideas that I want to try out after the show and I hope you do too. So I hope you get really creative and if you do have suggestions or successes from planning your own mini vacation, I would love to hear about it. In fact, the Therapy for Real Life podcast right now is hovering in and out of the top 100 mental health podcasts in the world. So if you feel like other people could benefit from getting access to research-backed self-care tips and suggestions for everyday use, I would encourage you to rate or review the show, share it on social media, or just text a friend to let them know that this feels useful to you. Let's make self-care really contagious. So if you're looking for more self-care and burnout prevention ideas, check out therapyforreallife.com. Before I end, I'm just going to share the leftover show notes of little mini vacations that you are welcome to plan for yourself. Here goes. Turn anything you quote-unquote have to do into a mini pleasure. Make bedtime a treat, pair chores with podcasts, bath time becomes spa day. Here's another idea. Call a friend and take turns having it your way in the conversation. One of you might say, can I just vent for a minute? The other one might say, gosh, I, I love it when you tell that story. Can you tell it again? And just tr- take turns having it just deliciously your way. I mentioned the idea before of scheduling a special splurge by uh, supporting a local business and having fancy food delivery or cooking at home. There are plenty of ways to create interactive pleasures with groups of friends such as talent shows, DIY treasure hunts in your own location, bingo night, charades. Um, Let's see, you could have lazy day fantasy where you call in sick to work and watch all your favorite TV shows and not even multitask when you're doing it. So don't play on your phone at the same time, just watch TV. Uh, Be mindful about it. Let's see, you could nurture with nature by letting go of all of your responsibilities and just really zenning out in nature and reading Jenny O'Dell's great book, How to Do Nothing, and uh, practicing all the great suggestions that she shares in that book. So the ideas go on and on. Now it's up to you to book your vacation, make it adaptable, make it creative, Remember, this is not therapy. This is real life. Enjoy your vacation. Therapy for Real Life also offers workplace workshops to help your team buffer against the stresses of daily life. Therapy for Real Life is known for the Burnout Prevention Hackathon, which teaches your team self-care strategies that are backed by research to help you interrupt burnout and promote self-care. Now that work has moved primarily to virtual and work from home, Therapy for Real Life has adapted the Burnout Prevention Hackathon for the online community. 
Get in touch to discuss your interest in stress management, burnout prevention, relationship building, and other self-care workshops, and how to adapt these trainings for your team's needs. Thank you.